At the tone, KYW News Time, 11 o'clock. KYW, KYWHD. At this hour, news matters. Talk about it here on WBAL Baltimore and WBAL.com. He's probably not mincing words uh, with his two cents on the president's State of the Union. Stampy, a message? <laughs> it's 1095, a message? We're talking major message here. For more details, visit pithomeshow.com. Clear FM. If you have a high definition radio, tune to. Welcome to the early late night review. I'm with early late night review newbie, Jamie Cato. Hello. Right, explain where we are. Uh, we are outside uh, the Fellows in King's Cross, which has scrubbed up quite nicely, actually. I don't know what it was before. Uh, no, King's Cross was, was basically a station. Oh, no, I know what King's Cross, yes. Um, no, King's Cross has scrubbed up yeah, very it's nicely. Yeah, right. Um, waiting for people to turn up, and we're the first people here. Yeah, so we're having a little bit of a meet-up, so I thought I'd sneak in a podcast. That's cool. And yeah. uh, I basically finished at half four. I also finished at half four. I had to wait around because it's been proper fucking busy. What do you do as a job? I am a sous chef in a top London hotel. Ching. Oh, are you? Which hotel? Oh, no, don't name Jackie, actually. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, um, let, it, let it remain anonymous. Right, so I haven't seen you in eight fucking ages. It's been, it has been. When was the last time? Very long time. So it's got, I think it's, I actually think it's over a year. No is, way. I think it is. Uh, well, do you remember the last time? I, for some reason, I think it's the railway bell. Oh, it was the railway bell. It's some shithole weather spoons that we're in, yes. Anyway, so explain how we know each other. Uh, how do I know Jamie? I know Jamie because we went to school together, much like anyone else has done these podcasts. <laughs> no, uh, I went to uni for some of them. Um, we did the classic thing that all people, when they're all, all young boys do, um, when they become mates, is they begin as enemies. Oh, yeah. They, they have a few fights. Oh, I remember that. Because Henry Ratcliffe stirred the whole fucking pot up, didn't he? Stirred the whole pot up and then followed me home and physically prevented me from getting inside my house so that you could waddle down the street with your briefcase. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, that, well, I did have a briefcase, I think, yeah. Start the fight. And uh, it was quite shocking. Yeah. And then we became mates. So we became mates. I don't even know why we fought, to be honest, but I think it's just one of those things that people do. It's because I was the new kid and you were like, ah, fresh meat. I don't even remember that being the case, but... <coughs> no, I don't, I don't really remember the case either. <laughs> but, but anyway. King's Cross has got a fucking... Mi- we've, had, we've had pretty much every single genre of person walk past us yeah, yeah, in the last five minutes. Um, we were... You were one-third of the greatest punk band to have ever existed. Yes, of course. The 0898. What's going on? Are we doing it? Yes, we are doing something. We're definitely going to record. How? We're going to get... Phone it in. Well, no, no, we're going to get Aaron to record it. We're going to okay. spend a weekend in Mill Hill Music Mart, which is the studio, and we're oh, yeah. just going to smash out, like, a couple of albums. I found a really cool band, you might like. Uh, no Dogs Barking. All right. What Lithuanian are they? Lithuanian band. Uh, someone sent me a link, and uh, 
was quite impressed. What's, what's that other one you, you really liked with the, the stoppy starty kind of music? They were called. Oh, Ratatat. No, they were something else. Hardoop? No, that's a big data system. Hardoop? No, they weren't. They were called something else. You're friends with them on MySpace. <laughs> oh, God. That could be just about anyone. Oh, Betcha Duper. Betcha Duper, that's right. Yeah, yeah they were actually, they're from, um, they're from New Zealand, aren't they? And they were kind of, they're all right, I suppose. But basically, they, they did sort of, they did good musical dynamics that was quite tight, and it was a thing because people were used to sort of slip, sloppy, shitty guitar bands that couldn't do that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Right, so what I was thinking was, if we were going to do this podcast, just some memories of um, moments past, and certain things that uh, I remember. One of the things, one of my main overriding memories of you is we got pissed at Tim's house. Yes. You had to go up the next morning right. when no one else did. It sounds and you <laughs> most days, to be honest. But. Yeah, and you had, um, and do you remember Will had that alarm clock which had a wiggly worm on the top? Like it had a giant worm and it used to go like this fucking annoying noise it was like this plastic piece of shit alarm clock okay and you lent it against your ear and you were like I'm going to keep this ear so when I sleep it will wake me up at like 6 in the morning or whatever so I can go to work you were absolutely trolleyed and anyway I was sleeping in Will's room on his floor hey and all I remember is, is, he- is hearing hello is hearing this alarm going on for about 40 minutes downstairs just going <laughs> right anyway so Will has arrived Will you haven't oh, been yeah. on the podcast yet say hello oh, you're so self-important you're recording yourself talking at the pub hello Dave hello um, right so we're joined by Will and Dave we might have to stop it because it's already getting crowded this was just meant to be mine and Jamie's intimate time Let William's selling clouds <laughs> wait Will you got, got so, introduce yourself Hi, I'm William, would you like to buy a cloud? Anyway, so what I was saying is, there is no such thing as the cloud, it's just some other fucker's computer. It's just a big dusty server in Arizona, and everyone calls it the cloud. Fuck your cloud. Yes, it's someone else's data centres, but everyone knows that. You you think everyone knows that, but they don't know that. But that's because it's a marketing term, and people never look behind the marketing term. They just accept it at face value. Yeah, behind the marketing term. Bam, 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 bam. It's behind the mask. Your iPhone has a headphone socket. How do you feel about these new ones that won't have headphone sockets? I'm not buying a fucking new one. The last one, someone mocked up that picture and they said, like, if you get your phone wet, now it's perfectly safe to stick it in the microwave. Yeah. It looked completely legit. And I put it on my Facebook page and so you think she's seen people people said, oh, you just put them in in a swimming pool, they're completely waterproof. And loads of people did it. It was because loads of people don't look behind the marketing wheel. Exactly. Behind the mask. What's behind the mask? Behind the mask is. I think it's no. I think it's an Eric Clapton song, isn't it? Do you want me? Do you leave me? I want you to know. Yeah. So tell us about your music career. My music career? What, what happened? <laughs> uh, so you were signed, weren't you? I was signed, yes. Well, no, I technically still am. Um, uh, one of those deals. Yeah. Um, they they send me a cheque, like, once a year or something. But it's usually only for about 12, 13 quid. Oh, you get a cheque? Yeah, you get paid? That's, that's professional. Um, I get weird requests. Like, people wanted to use my music for, for like, glass-blowing 
tutorial videos. Do you, and do you, say, do you say yes? Yeah, well, obviously I have a final veto, but yeah, generally I'm like, whatever. Well, of course, yeah, do what you want. If it's not fox hunting, then... What if someone wanted to use it for a porno? Uh, I, I, would, I would have to check out the porno first. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for academic reasons, I must check out the material. I mean, you can't put your music on any other shoddy porno. Yeah, it could be some that, weird... That shit will stick. Yeah. And then everyone will hear that and go, but Oh, have I heard is... this before? Oh, it's in that really nasty porno? Yeah. Describe your music hell. in five words. Oh, God. Uh, at home. At home? At what? home. What does that mean? Well, you asked me to describe it. At home in boxes. Or no, in terms of... What do you mean? No, I'm talking about how your music sounds, not how it's fucking how made. How does it sound? Um, I don't know. Will, you've listened to a lot of Jamie's music. How yeah, would you describe it in five words? Sell it. Like it sounds a bit blue. A bit blue. With a bit green thrown in. I would say I would describe your music as Afen 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 Twix Afen Twix. No, I would say it's juttery Afex Twin style noodling. Weirdly, the last people that like friends that heard it said it was really good, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, but friends do that. All of yeah, my friends said they like all of my no, bands. These are like music- In retrospect, they're all shit. These are musical friends. These are like musical peers. And they actually said, oh, this is really, really good. Right. I can't work out whether they're being genuine or just blowing smoke. No, no, that's good. Yeah. Just so people can find you on Tinternet, what's your... Tinternet. JB Koto, Sapper. You were going to be called Dirt and Snow at one point, weren't you? Was I? Yeah. Oh, no, that was an idea I was working on. Yeah, I know what that idea is about. Oh, look, this is your tattoo. Yes, this is have, you seen, have you seen Jamie's new tattoo? Look. I have a tattoo. Check it out. You can put it on the podcast, yeah. can't you? Yeah, I'm the going to get in a tattoo. Are you? Yeah. Dave's got a pretty radical tattoo. I have a feeling, Dave. Dave, describe your tattoo. Old. It's, um... Old. As far as I remember, it's kind of like a flaming eye which goes all the way down your arm and slightly up your shoulder. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Pretty metal. Will, do you have any tattoos? You're not really the tattoo type, are you? I'm a tattoo. I can't think of what to get that would look alright just on its own, so I don't want like 50 tattoos. Only one that like cups my entire back. I just mean like one nice tattoo. Why don't you get like a, an infrastructure diagram of like a data. Or a cloud, maybe. Like a server blade or something. Yeah, get, yeah, exactly. Get like a server diagram that you draw on video and then just get that on your back. That's a good idea, yeah. Because you love the IT. Love it. Otherwise known as the IT. Yeah, Dave, actually, yeah. you're quite an IT man as well, aren't you? God, you all, so basically all of you sit down all day for a living. Yeah, what do you do for a living? Run around all day for a living. Uh, I suppose if you're a cook. Chef, thank you. Uh, Dave, can you update us on what's just happened um, in terms of who's turning up? My sister is sick, so it's just us sitting here. On, a, on what is essentially just a pavement? Pretty much. It's a step up from a pavement. I have a wicker chair. You do, yeah, that's true. We're so, under an awning, at least. We're under, under a what? An awning. <laughs> are, an you, awning. are you 70? What's an awning? It's a sky lid. Look, we're sitting a on sky the, lid, yes. We're sky basically lid. sitting on the street in the rain. So what we're doing now is we're three guys who are in our late 30s. Four. 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 <laughs> Can't even count. We're four guys in our late 30s, and we're genuinely considering going to Camden to relive the glory days <laughs> of 15 years ago. Or uh, 10 years ago. Uh, yes. 20 years ago, yeah. Right, so well, all, all well, I've those. got the Premier in free Wi-Fi. Oh, God, you oh, said nice. <laughs> Well, hang on, the, the night is taking a turn for the better. Right. Um, I'm like, 
Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. People have been very generous. I don't even. There have you go. There you go. Thank you. Sorry. Yeah. Appreciate it. No problems. Yeah. You too. You too. You know what? I I don't mind giving money to people every now and again because I just because you're recording. Because I'm recording and essentially it's on record. So no, this thing got pub around here is a gastro pub. Yeah, no, welcome to the new King's Cross. With Canal Side Park. Unique boutique gastro pub with roof terrace. Handcrafted artisan small batch gastro pub. With roof terrace. There's a proper pub up the road. Compact wood panelled real. No, 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 let's go there. My mate used to do a club night there. It's good. Anyway, before we, we have to get this on record. Right, so we were talking about the the, the club in Tufnell Park called The Dome that we all used Dome. to go to as teenagers. Yes. Uh, the last time I went there was with Tim Webster. To, Just, be, to, be, to be fair, there was two people who were quite a handful when you went out with them, and some, some shit would always kick off if you went out with them, and that was Tim and you. Do you remember yeah, when me and Tim used to kick off? Yeah, there was, that, there was that weird thing we used to get into fights. Yeah. Like Helen's party, and that whole table of drinks went over. Yeah, um, I, I remember. I remember because he's obviously twice your size. You <laughs> never would back down, and you just keep steaming at him, and he just keeps smashing you away, and he would just went on for about ten minutes. Yeah. yeah. So me and Tim went to the out. and uh, we, it was all right. We had a good time, whatever. But at the end of it, we came outside, and there was a guy on crutches who must have been like fifty odd. Bear in mind he's on crutches, and there's like a group of teenagers standing around him, basically laying into him like physically punching him so he swung out with his crutch and he's got this girl straight in the midriff and she's gone over like a sack of spuds this is tough in the pocket two in the morning yeah like two three in the morning and all the teenagers who were like, like who were just beating him up anyway were like oh my god you've hit a girl now we're really gonna lay into you and uh they you know, probably giving him a shoeing. Anyway, we saw this. <laughs> a shoeing. I love, I love that word. Um, and I don't know, somehow me and Tim got involved. The way I know the story is, Tim said to a guy who was wearing a Limp Biscuit top. Right. Limp Biscuit suck. Your fucking face tonight! And the guy, and the guy attacked Tim yeah. and you. <laughs> the upshot is, we got beaten up. I got home. I got back to Parnit at about six in the morning and I went round to Tim's house and I knocked on the door and I told Tim's mum exactly what had happened. Oh, you dirty grass! <laughs> and I also said, can I have my fucking oyster car back, please? Right, Jamie, tell us your, tell us your story. Uh, I remember once Helen phoned me from Australia and I was in the bath and I had my phone and I had to hide the fact that I was in the bath. Why did you have to hide the fact you were in the bath? Because well, I was in the bath and no one, you don't talk to people in the bath. Well, it's the worst story. Phone, I thought, was I, this a phone? It wasn't uh, FaceTime. No, no, but it's a long time ago, you know? Things, times have changed. I mean, this I is would the talk to someone if ever. I was in the bath. I used to speak to Fen in the bath all the time. I, I, I've spoken <laughs> to people on the loo. And that wasn't even the phone. <laughs> <laughs> right, so, Will, um, how do I know you? From school. And you were kept back a year, so we ended up in the same year. Right, two, two. No, I didn't get kept back a year, you fucking cunts. What okay. happens was. Okay, you didn't get held back a year, so we'll go. So, how are you in my year? Because you're like a year older than me. Because, no. because what happened was they said to me. So you're going to hit 40, like, this year, aren't you? Yeah. No, not this year. Next year? No. But then your Facebook says that you're like 36. Facebook says you're in India. My, yes, my Facebook's full of nonsense. Don't ever put your real details on, mate. 
Skynet. I didn't go back a year. What happened was the school said to me, we're going to kick you out because you've done so shit. Or you can redo a year. Oh, yeah, okay. No, this is How is that not being kept back a year? Well, it's not being kept back a year. I voluntarily stayed back a year. Because the alternative was to get kicked out? Yes. I wasn't the oldest guy in the year. It happened to about five people. Every 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 so that's year. Like, so, that's like your employer saying, "Right, we're going to sack you, or you have to leave voluntarily." And someone saying, "Just resign." Yeah, very good, very good. I was one year. It's quite older. lucky that you're short. I'm not short. I'm you're... average size. You're just six foot three and a half, mate. Jamie, that's all. So at least you fitted in with everyone else. Oh, yeah, short. I, yeah, because I always used to be taller than Jamie, no, and no. and now very now I reckon Jamie's slightly taller. Is it the heels? <laughs> yeah, Jamie, Jamie is a massive smoker, so maybe they've it's made you grow taller, mate. I, I know you probably do loads of gym, though, don't you? I do quite a bit of gym, as you could as you could tell. Completely you compacted your, your spine. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't do. Um, That's a thing, you know. No, it is, but I don't do a lot of. Um, I don't do a lot of squats because because of that reason, and I do a lot of stretching. Try and do a lot of stretching to keep my spine long. Do you go? To, have you ever been to a gym, William? Yeah, I joined a gym once. Uh, oh, it was a fucking horrible experience. So I joined it with a um, a girl I was get, I was seeing at the time. But no, I, I joined the gym in Alexandra Palace. It was just horrible. Like, what's the point? I went on like an exercise bike and the, the point like, is some abs machine. and biceps and defined shoulders and and then big I just quads got really hot and sweaty and I was like, this isn't fun. So I didn't go back. You, you are the antithesis of exercise, to be fair. I remember when we all used to play football down the What's bottom the point? of the like, I don't, I don't have an issue with you know, people wanting to get fit and working out, but just go for a run then, or go cycling. Don't sit in a Yeah, but if you go for a run, you're not going to develop pecs, are you? On machines. Well, how do you build up your chest? How do you get your lats bigger and wider? How do you get know. bigger biceps? You don't do that from running. Do some push-ups, chop some wood. A lot of the guys I work with take this really proper seriously, and they're all like fucking... I think it's all like 20 years old. Mate, I'm, I'm their boss. I'm like you. Go do this, and they're like literally like built, built like a fucking fridge. <laughs> Oi, fridge. Go to the fridge. Right. So, so anyway, here's a game. I can see that everyone's excited to play a game. I can see that tonight it's really ramping up to be something special. So the game is, um, you've got to. I have a bruise there. Why? What's going on? Will? So I got hit with a, a bit of bunk bed. I was putting the slats in and I screwed one in and then I stood up while I was under it it hurt quite a lot. You're not very famous bunk beds, are you? No, I, I hadn't quite figured out that I'd already screwed one in. Right, do you want to hear this fucking game? Not really. So, we're going to start with Jamie and he's going to mention an anecdote, but as in like, as in like really small. When, so when, right, what you've got to do is, Jamie, you've got to say, when, when I think of Will, I think of Will doing this. Like my overriding memory of Will is this. And then I go, when I think of Will, my overriding memory is this, etc., etc. So, so all right, when I think of Dave, my overriding memory is looking for a remote control in Pete's house with him. I have no memory of that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. But that's my overriding memory. And, and I also have a memory of when I was at your house at New Year, we were really badly hungover. You made us chicken Kiev with um, sweet corn and you brought it into the lounge, dropped it and it went everywhere. <laughs> I, I remember that either. My overriding memory of Dave is when Leon tried to fix me up with someone we all know. 
We all went to the Hellfire Club. Yes. Yes. Which later became Metro. Thank you. And Dave was the only person that scored, I know. I remember that, yes. Not bitter. But it's an overriding memory. No, quite right, I remember that. Um, what do you think of Dave? What do you think of... <clears throat> what do I think? I, I think of probably his sister more. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like the worst cuss. No, no, but it's like... When I think of you, I think of someone else entirely. I, 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 think, of, I think of being in Helen's room and Dave being a bit stroppy around the house. Yes, I would. I definitely, I definitely say that. I was friends with Dave as well, but he was definitely stroppy and hostile towards Helen's friends. Yeah. But that's because you're all dicks. I kind of crossed the uh, boundary and was friends with everybody because I was kind of cool and a bit like Switzerland. Um, what, fairly racist? <laughs> uh, and Nazi gold. All right, so uh, Jamie, when you think of Will, what's your overriding memory then? Uh, probably just uh, demolishing his house and eating all his food and stuff like that, really. I think I remember... Pla- I have more to do with Tim than I did William in the grander scheme of things, but William generally had better music. That's true. Oh, true. God, yeah. Will, um, Tim's music stage fucking sucked, and still does. Pop to one. What's that fucking tune? Shoo, 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 shoo. Goodness gracious. Shoo, 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 shoo. How audacious. <laughs> Fuck off, I'm your friend, you can Dave, what's your overriding memory of Will? Uh, Linda came my Metal Gear Solid discs, not getting them back for months as he went off to university. <laughs> good game. game. Was a good game. Was that was that the one where you um, put the controller on the yeah. table yeah. and you hid in the locker and it was well, yeah. it was genuinely scary. What? That was two. Metal Gear Solid two. Lockers were two. Yes, it was. My, yes. My, my overriding memory of that game is like every time I played it, I really needed a shit. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it, it brought that, out in you? Or? It was that kind of game. It's like, oh, fuck, oh, fuck, oh, fuck. Um, Just the clenched buttocks the entire time. So. My overriding memory of Will was um, when we hung around at the ANL, uh, Anti-Nazi League March, uh, when everyone else went home, and we got pissed together, and then we went and had yaki soba. <laughs> and... Um, and that was kind of when we bonded, when everyone else left and we, we, we chilled out in this field. Um, and I don't think we made it to the levelers. It was a free gig, but we didn't bother those. No, no, we didn't. Was that when we um, tried to buy fake marijuana? It was like herbal. Oh, legal marijuana? Legal marijuana. It was the shit. I think, I think so, yeah. We tried. Tried to buy it? No, no, we did buy it. But this I'm, is gold. You but like, literally, we to buy fake marijuana and failed? No, no, we did, but we didn't have any money, so we like didn't have anything to so like smoke it with. Or no, we were like 16, 17, 15, I can't remember. So uh, I was know. like, oh, and we had to buy a pipe or something, but we you couldn't, couldn't get any tobacco. Score marijuana at a level of this concert. I remember actually, Dave. Do you remember we were at um, the uh, gig in Holland? What was it called? I was just thinking about that. The Dynamo. Me, you, and you. Dynamo shirt. What? I've got your Dynamo shirt. What do you mean you've got me a Dynamo shirt? I've got your Dynamo t-shirt. You bought me a present. No, I've got your Dynamo t-shirt. Oh, do you? Yeah, I found it the other day. Oh, mate, 1996 was that? Yeah. So me, Dave, and Hugh. As in the David Blaine knockoff. No, no, Dynamo as in the metal gig in Holland. Anyway, so we went there and then we we bought... Oh, you got pictures from it? Look at this! Dave's actually... We're talking about it, he's just dug up pictures from it. My God, that's 20 years ago, mate. 
Yeah. What we did was we bought um, some uh, space cakes, as they were called, and they were completely shit. Although I must admit, I didn't buy them. I, I didn't eat them, but you and David. That's your, that's your cloud drive. See, Amazon. Is it? Is that Amazon, Dave? No, it's Google. Uh, it's Google. Yeah, it's probably running on Amazon. They're not loading, are they? Maybe if it filled in the rest. All right. Well, listen. Whilst that's whilst that's still loading, uh, Jamie, what is your overriding memory of me? <laughs> Just like the first thing you think of. Oh God, that's a lot. Uh, Being like a brother to you? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I'm just forcing this issue the whole time. Oh, good one. Drinking aftershave. Does that number plate actually say big knob? It's big knob. It says big knob. Yeah. Drinking aftershave and why? Why quite? Why the fuck? We yeah, did that? when we were when we were about 15 in my house, we got my dad's aftershave, which was um, what was it? Eau Sauvage yeah. uh, out of the out of the bottom cabinet. Fucking drank it, man. And we drank it in a bid to get pissed. And it was rank. I, mean, I, I can still, I can still it's feel like it. poison. It's actually yeah, poison. It's, like, it's ether. Yeah, it's ethanol, yeah, but our mouth tasted proper fucking manly. <laughs> it was nice and musky for a long time. And we walked back from yours because we missed the bus in the middle of summer, having just necked aftershave and. Uh, uh. Yeah, it was good. This, I thought you, I thought you were going to say when we drunk violent fluid, which was our word for getting everything in the liquor cabinet, putting it in a pint, a milk pint card, um, and downing it, and then you created something which was later to be uh, remembered as Benelin Death. Good drink. It's a top drink, man. And uh, it was basically violent fluid. Well, actually, Benelin Death is a precursor to uh, lean. No, lean. Lee? Lean. L-E-A-N. I was way ahead of my time. Lean, right, is what all your hippity hofty stars drink, which is basically usually like a grape soda of some sort, but with a codeine, liquid codeine. Like cough syrup, yeah. That's cough syrup. syrup. So that is Benelin Death. Basically, I invented lean. Oh, right. Well, you heard it here first. So, yeah, Benelin... that on your fucking (laughs) pocket? Yeah. Um, But I remember you passed out, because we used to get pissed outside the shopping centre. Passed out frequently. Yeah, and and it was my birthday. On the mound. And you woke up, and and I remember I was like 18 or something, and you punched me directly in the face. Good times. Yeah. (laughs) Not to be confused with the time you got arrested and tried to... uh, By the police, and then tried to take the stereo out the front of the police car whilst they were there. Still don't have a record though, do you? No. Not to mention the time, and this is the best one, it was New Year one time, you came out of a club, you saw a meat wagon, you knocked on the window. Yeah. Oh, fuck, yes. Come recipe, pigs. Yeah, no, 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 it actually was, Happy New Year, piggies, and they just got out and nicked you. That's a total abuse of power, because you, you consider the, the amount of money, I mean, basically that was someone who's drunk, so just come out of the club. Yeah, try and, t- try and tell me you weren't drunk and disorderly. That, yeah, that no, is the definition really of drunk and doesn't disorderly. doesn't really pose any considerable threat to anyone. What do you expect would happen? How much do you reckon that cost the taxpayer? Nothing, because they were fucking there Nothing, anyway. Nothing, it's a sunk cost, yeah. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and also, not to be mistaken for the time, me, you and Leon were walking down Barnet High Street. This is the most amazing story. So, Leon had a road sign, the coppers pulled up, it's about four in the morning. Yeah. They, they pull us aside and they go, what's going on, lads? And Jamie's really pissed. His normal, I hate the police attitude kicks in. And he starts poking the policeman on the shoulder, going, pointing at me, saying, this guy's done all the drugs. He's done fucking everything. You wouldn't believe how many drugs he's done. Then what happened was, the guy goes, well, I'm going to have to search him now. So he searched me. I was all right, so never anything else. And then he says, I'm going to have to search you. And you went, literally put out your arms, and you go, go on then, mate. 
And then the first thing he did... Oh, yeah, he went straight into my watch pocket. <laughs> straight, literally went straight into my watch pocket and pulled out your weed. And, and <laughs> he he was like, my weed? How is it my weed at that point in time? Because he went... At that point, it was my weed. It was your weed at that point. And Jamie just went, ah, oh, shit. <laughs> and they just nicked him. And I went, man, Leon got nicked for stealing a sign. You got nicked for having weed on you. And I just knocked on your door. And I was like, yeah. no, nah, they've just both been nicked. <laughs> Oh, and also that policeman um, obviously I got a caution for that three years that was the 90s man that policeman actually arrested us he was a bit weird and he found me in Barnard Library when I was in there like waiting for the studio to open or just trying to get warm he started pestering me for details about who was supplying, where I was getting stuff. Supplying. Oh, God, as if you're like, as if like you're some. It's not, it's not, you're not fucking Huggy Bear. <laughs> and like a teeth in your pocket. Like, he was in full gear with like the radio <laughs> and all it. Oh, all right, mate, so what's the word on the street? Yeah, it's like, oh, I heard from the kingpin. Well, the word on the street is that, you know, Isaac Asimov's actually pretty good. <laughs> Isaac Asimov, Robots of Dawn, yes. Um, anyway, um, Will, what's your overriding memory of me? Um, there, are, there are so many, it's difficult to recall. You have to pin one down, <laughs> the, one, the one that pops into your head. I mean, you've always been a staple in my life, like bread. You know? or, Not exciting, or, but always there. Yeah. Um, I mean, I suppose there's the... There's moments when we had to stand by your side as you took mushrooms in the factory. Oh yeah, that, that was, was terrible. A, quite a horrible. That was terrible. Time. That um, was like the worst trip ever. From the early Actually, days. That, no, that was the good trip. The worst trip was when me and you got all those mushrooms from that van. We nicked them off that bloke Ian, and then we caned them all. And then I met some guys who'd mugged me the week before, yeah. all whilst off my bonds. And the whole, I was just terrible. The whole thing was fucking awful. Anyway, sorry. You, you do realise that those mushrooms that we had at the factory. I basically, well, we bought 90. Right. Right. Maybe you don't know this. I, I don't know this. Go on. You may well know this. Luke. Yeah. We bought 90. Right. 90 dried mushrooms, yes. 90 dried mushrooms. Yeah, and dried is much more hardcore as well. Exactly. I, in my, for whatever reason, decided I got greedy and ate about 60, leaving you with 30. Now, bear in mind, I had them at my house. I ate them about half an hour, 45 minutes before, because you were up in fucking RP doing your hair or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And um, so basically you came down, we met in the factory. Do you remember I hit the deck and started sweating a lot? Yeah. We were in the factory. It was just me and Jamie. I'd taken the mushrooms. He'd, you'd taken a, a load of mushrooms, but about 45 minutes before me. Yeah, yeah. At this point, he starts sweating profusely, feeling violently ill. He's then lying on the floor, juddering, and I'm like looking at him thinking, Shit, so this is to come. And then, and then do you remember this? We, 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 we were like, it's going to be a bad trip. We have to sort this out. So we put Jive Bunny on. Oh, it's fucking horrible. Yeah, and then da, da, we danced around to Jive Bunny playing yeah. air guitar in a bid to make ourselves feel better. And all that happened was, it was like, this is the most surreal, weird thing ever. I can't believe, I don't understand why you'd go to the factory to have a trip. I mean, it was such a... Well, we're not going to sit in the there fucking, were these front fucking aliens <laughs> and like... The art factory, yeah, the art factory. Candles and you know shit. I mean, so, but um, no, John went, went away, left me in charge of the studio, left me, left me with about four grand as, four. Emer as emergency money. <laughs> why would anyone give you four grand? Mate, I didn't give you 20 quid. You didn't pay me back for four years. Get this, I went home that night freaking out. 
on the mushrooms. Yeah, I, I don't know, I don't even remember who locked up, whatever. But I came back the next day and I was like, oh, I should probably check that the four grand is still there. Four grand wasn't there. <laughs> and then a fucking policeman turns up. And bear in mind, I'm, just, I'm still a little bit buzzy from the night before. And it was, a, it, was a, it was a fucking heavy night. This policeman comes in out of nowhere. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I forgot you bailed, because I sat around tripping out. I don't remember Jamie being there at all. No, no, I bailed early, because I, I lost it. Uh, I basically left you guys in charge of the studio. What, what happened to the four grand? Uh, Luke Williams, in his uh, infinite wisdom, decided to move it. Good. Well, yeah, he moved it. Uh, it took me about half a day of literally shitting bricks. Because four grand back in the day was a lot of money. Coming still down. A lot of money. Coming down. Still a lot of money. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. I spent half a day coming down shitting bricks about four grand. Yeah. I um, I remember the first time we but took you mushrooms. Said, it was an emergency. So the the, fir the first time <laughs> I took loads of mushrooms <laughs> and our drug dealer took it. Yeah. Now what happened was I was I was at your house and your mum was made me watch. Right, what happened was we took a load of mushrooms. I met some people who mugged me. We freaked out. I went back to your house. I sat with Tim and your mum whilst watching Wayne's World two, and I was crying, telling <laughs> her I'd taken a load of mushrooms and I'm having a bad trip. So yeah. she, she said, you can watch Wayne's World 2. And then, I don't know if you've ever seen it, there, there's an Indian in there, uh, like, a, yeah. like a Native American, and only he can see it. And I thought that I could see it, and he could see it, and no one else could see it. And I freaked the fuck out of me. It was like I was getting dragged into the film, and I was like, wait, you can see that guy, I can see that guy. And he was going, no one else can see you. How him. could that have been a bad trip? I mean, Wayne's World 2. Because it was, uh, it was, it was a really aggressive fucking trip. Good to that point. No, no, and then point. I, and then I, then I had many years of flashbacks, which was also awful. Drugs are fucking terrible shit. Anyway, Dave, what's your overriding memory of me? Uh, I was going to mention the Holland thing as well. Just wandering around the campsite, with you asking everybody, "Is this beef?" Because <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't eat beef. That is right. Can you still not eat beef? No, I can eat beef. <laughs> so what changed? Um, someone fed me beef once and didn't tell me it was beef, and then I was like, oh yeah, I can eat beef. <laughs> so why, why could you not eat beef beforehand? I was told that I was told that I couldn't. The best by who? By Jamie. I went to a... Herbalist. No, my, my parents sent me to this clinic, the Wood Street Clinic, which is, which is now a proper medical clinic, but before then it was this... The, the man told you couldn't eat beef. Did he have... Sort of horns and mate, 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 did, he, did he sell you some powdered tiger? No, no, no. It's nearly, it's nearly as bad. What happened was, I went there because I was hi a hyperactive, difficult child. They no uh, shit. Yeah, I know. They, they took me. They took me about 14, 13, 14 to this place. I think my parents were like, Jesus fucking Christ, we're our wits in. So what happened was, I sat on a chair. The guy had a machine which was about as big as as big as a suitcase, maybe a bit smaller. And it had a, a pen attached to it with a wire. Where did the pen go? Did he touch you in, <laughs> inappropriately? The pen, he took my sock and shoe off, and the pen touched- Took your fucking shoe off? Yes, my, my pe the pen touched my big toe. He put a slide of like beef in, he put a slide of like egg in, he put a slide of like sugar in. The guy was just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, and, and then if, if the dial went mental, he was like, that means you're allergic to it, by touching me with his pen on the toe. <laughs> that's bollocks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no shit, no shit. But that's actually what oh, happened. Sounds How like much did your parents pay? Yeah, I don't know, actually. I probably need to find this out. And anyway, so they were, they were like, you're allergic to all of this stuff. So I had to have lactose-free um, milk. I wasn't allowed to eat beef. I wasn't allowed to eat uh, chocolate. I wasn't allowed to eat uh, wheat. I wasn't allowed so to... So it never actually... 
like upset your stomach they just thought it caused your hyperactivity yeah because I was a bit ADHD yeah fetch me my egg slime <laughs> yeah if it was like sugar or coffee but like certain breeds yeah, was, of animal like I was 13 yeah you weren't when you were saying no I can't eat any beef no you've been banging on about not eating been beef doing that for the whole fucking yeah. life because I was I, I, told I, from an early age I couldn't eat beef so anyway, that's the story of why I can't eat beef, but now I do eat beef. Do you eat much beef? I eat a lot of beef now. Did you see that show on yesterday? The Truth About Meat? Yeah. No, I refuse to watch it because, because I'm trying to become vegetarian, and I just know what it's going to say. It's going to say, it's shit for the animals, it's shit for people, don't do it. No, it didn't really. It depends what meat you eat. If you eat well-sourced yeah. meat... An animal's still dying, mate. Uh, just, oh, yeah, but who gets People die all the time. Right, who's, who haven't we done? What's your overriding memory of Jamie? Dave. Most recently, it's probably trying to stop you falling under a bus when we went out drinking in London. Oh, oh my God. That's, that's the fucking stag do where we got in that massive fight and I got yeah. my fucking head kicked in. Yes. Oh, Denmark Street. Yes. I wasn't there. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That was a, that was a big old fight. I had two people beating me up at the same time. No one touched me. Yeah, that would have been a real downer. Yay, we escaped. No, he killed the crew. Right, so Will, what is your overriding memory of Jamie? Uh, again, see, there have been so many, but I think the the thing that sums up... Was it riding a flaming no, skateboard through Barnet uh, Library? No, as impressive as that was. The thing that overriding memory I keep coming back to about our relationship was Christmas Eve one night many years ago, and Jamie won't remember it, standing, holding Jamie up outside his front door, pleading reasoning oh, with his dad yes. to let him in on Christmas Eve <laughs> he was so drunk what were they going to do was, keep you outside for Christmas they basically he was his dad was like no he's not fucking coming in he's not coming in he's not coming in it's like come on come on it's fucking Christmas come on mate, come uh, mate. Your, your dad I actually do remember <laughs> do you remember when I went to Tom Laurie's party there was a vicious rumour that I stuck my head through the front door, but I didn't. <laughs> that was your fist. Yeah, and then and then my Tom Laurie called my parents, because he's a That's I, going on the podcast. Um, I'd drunk a pint of violent fluid, yeah. and when my parents arrived, they took me home, but they took me home with you. Oh, fuck, I remember this. Yeah, and, and I, don't know if, I don't know if anyone else knows this. Weird fight, we had this weird... Yeah. You we, were freaking out and, like... I, I, I wanted to go back to the party. And you had this silly little hat on your head, do you remember that? Yes, I had, the, um, I had that fucking hat I used to wear. Yeah. And um, anyway, I wanted to go back to the party and I was really angry that Tom Laurie had, one, called my parents and two, I got blamed for putting my head through a window, which I didn't do. That was your fist. It was my fist. It was great because I sort of, I was there taking Jamie home in like a sort of supporting friend role, but then we got to Jamie's house and me and Jamie had this sort of bizarre drunken fight. Mate, it wasn't even a bit of a fight. We had a full-on fight in front of my parents. In Jamie's, uh, basically inside his front door. Yeah, so we, we, were in, we were in the lane outside my house and we were having a fight and my parents were standing there and then Jamie got me and all I remember is bursting through the front door and him lying on top of me going, just fucking calm down. It was a dark time, didn't it? It was a dark time. It was a dark, it was a dark time in everybody's lives. All right, bye-bye. Yeah, in fact, when I look back at my teenage years, um, then they're, they're, I, had, I loved the friends I had 
but it was actually a very traumatic and upsetting time for like about four years just four years straight of like kind of total trauma but it was for everyone that's, that's your teenage years yeah exactly your teenage years like, are a bit you like can that. survive them you can pretty much survive anything other than adulthood obviously <laughs> yeah other than the whole series of challenges in its own right and parenthood um dave you have three children Will, you, you have three children. Can you sum up to me um, what it's like being a parent of three children? Hectic. What? Hectic. Hectic. I thought you said exit. Exit. Yeah, that too. Will? Every day is like you've been out the night before and had a great time, but you haven't actually had a great time the night before. You just feel like it. You just feel like it. It's, fine. it's not as bad as... Yeah, but your kids are all now nice and they do their own thing. Will's kids are all like newborn and screaming and demand attention. They do. Can you go for a shit now without them coming in? No. Okay, that's good to know. So essentially, we're in King's Cross. Have you ever seen a prostitute in King's Cross? No, I, other than that one. No, other than the one that definitely wore past us a bit. Cross Sydney, yes. Yeah, I've heard King's Cross Sydney's a bit grey. You've been to Australia, King's Cross, have you? Yeah, my, um, I went with my family. For some reason, we booked a hotel there, and a prostitute used to compliment our daughter as we pushed her through on a, in a buggy. Nice. Because you yeah. naturally think King's Cross in any city would be nice. I'm not entirely sure why we booked the hotel there. Well, it's very central. Yeah. Oh, it's not. I've never, I've never been to uh, Australia. I've been to King's Cross, Australia. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Yeah. The thing that always freaks me out is the story you told me about when you went to Australia, and there was a giant spider which, which was sitting at the back of the fire. It was so strong. It was so strong. I literally could not pull it off. How big was it? The spider? It was like the size of my hand. You've got big hands. It was a big spider. You've got even bigger hands. You couldn't pull it off. I could So, right, this was a cabin in the woods. It was like an eco-lodge, right? It's Tasmania, so it's quite wild anyway. There were fucking possums, like, knocking on the door, going, let us in, let us in, give us some of your pizza. Um, so we went in and we were turning off the lights and stuff, ready for bed, uh, and had a look round at the fire because it was fucking cold. And uh, was going to light the fire, and then just saw this huge spider on the back of it, and it was it was the size of my hand. Oh! Right? But it wasn't doing anything. It was just kind of Doesn't hanging on, standing. It was there. existing. So I got one of the the, uh, the fire irons, got a big poker, and I uh, opened the door, and I was like, right, I'm just going to pick him up and get him out, get him out of there. So I was like. Yeah. Oh, no, come on, come on. And literally he was gripping on with all of his apparently eight legs and he just wouldn't let go, but he was that strong. So eventually I got him off and then he was on the, then he was on the iron. Was he moving about? No, not really. It was just kind of like there going, yeah, what are you can do now? I was like, well, I know what I'm going to do now. I'm going to put you outside. Oh. So I took him outside and I was like, bang, 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 off you go. No, he's still fucking there. He's still on it. He won't get off. I was like... <laughs> So I just left the fucking fire iron out there. Close oh, yeah. the door, close the curtains, that was it. But no, it was it was a huntsman, and everyone said, yeah, huntsman, no, they can't, they're, they're fine, they're harmless. So we went to the museum the next day. They had, like, dead all these spiders, like they do, Natural History Museum kind of thing. I was like, here's a huntsman. Yeah, no, it's not poisonous, but bangs are like fucking that. So it can still bite you. So tell me about the little spiders. Uh, no, the little spiders, oh, that's when we stayed in this B&B, and... Um, I, I got really itchy in the night and just scratching and Jenny was like, oh, just stop it, you're making it up. Just, uh, Jenny's not the most sympathetic to people's ills. <laughs> um, she would freely admit that. 
and then the next morning I kind of was yeah we were sorting out the bedding and stuff and there was loads of little tiny spiders like everywhere like they were like baby spiders so clearly there must have been like an egg sac somewhere oh and like they weren't poisonous or anything but they were just they were there they were there. you had loads of, you had a fucking nest of baby spiders in your bed Shame, it was a nice place like, <laughs> except for the the lady uh, the she, she had chickens and she fed them milk she fed her chickens milk it's probably acceptable what do Japanese people call their japsai because like, to me that's a racist phrase but it's acceptable it's not really acceptable isn't it no people still say japsai and, and no one thinks it's racist uh, no they think it's racist but it's not to say that it isn't generally accepted term <laughs> I remember. Where do you say this that's accepted? <laughs> I mean, you wouldn't say it on question time, would you? I think the right honourable Japsai needs to learn some lessons in economics. Here's the problem. Think of another word for the Japsai. Chinese eye? No. Think of another term. For well, there that. isn't. There, there isn't. isn't. And, that's why, and that's why it's persevered, because there is no replacement word for it. What was it in that film, the Whispering Eye? <laughs> the Whispering Eye. Your third eye. The old one eyed snake. Not to be confused with the old barking spider. Hey, look who it is! Uh-huh. Hey, come say hello. Uh, early late night review favourite, Tim oh, has turned up. Fuck off. <laughs> oh, this is, yeah, but this is it now, Tim. This is every time, mate. I'm just that. Fucking not. I'm the podcast arsehole. Right, so now we're walking to somewhere else, and um, Tim has joined us. How are you doing, Tim? Uh, good. Ha- have you been since last week? Well, I think because I was like, honest, people. Helen like, was slightly worried that the podcast was getting too laddie, so I think this will do a lot to redress the balance. Yeah, it's just a bunch of dickheads out, isn't it? <laughs> nice. Did you listen to the one with you and Fen? I did. Yeah, it could have done with pruning. Pruning? Uh, that yeah. was pruned, mate. How much did he prune out of it? I pruned it off. I do like um, Fenn's story about the fact that he went on Mike Reed's the quiz dressing, show. He yeah, and room. he went in his dressing room and saw the answers to the questions. It was like quite a significant. But there was no question. prize, and it was like on Channel 96. Yeah, but the prize was pride, mate. I thought it was like a big thing. He could go on a, like, a quiz show, he could go on uh, Eggheads or something. Oh, did you hear about the Eggheads guy? Apparently killed someone in Amsterdam. He's, yeah, that came out ages ago, but he's actually been arrested for it now. Yeah, yeah but he put it in his book. What oh, fucking idiot. He's less of an Egghead and more of a... And more of a uh, what's, I don't know, what's the opposite of an Egghead? They said that there's egghead. all these traps that we pulled out of the canals that year. Which one did you do? And he's like, he's not going to go, oh, yeah, it was that one. They've, they've, they can't do anything. Well, they've got an arrest oh, warrant. They've arrested God. him, but there's no body. There's no... They, they don't know who he's killed, so they can't say, oh, we arrest you for killing Well, someone. and there's no evidence other than an anecdote in yeah. a book which he can say he made up. But he's a creep, anyway. It's like, I don't watch Eggheads. Everyone watch Eggheads. I don't, because I've got a fucking job. When did they put it on? They put it on when dinner time. Dinner time? Six o'clock sharp. <laughs> <laughs> you are obsessed with dinner time. Oh, hang on, we could go here. No, let's not go here. No, it's not here. I'm getting to the age now where I don't like loud pubs. Right, we walk past the Guardian building, over the bridge, and then we get there. It's this pub. Well, I'm going into this pub. What's it called then? It's 
called the Star of Kings. You, you don't. You... It is this pub though. Don't I, don't, I don't. I don't know what it was called. I do know this pub. No, you don't. My mate used to have a club night. I've been oh, here before. My mate had a club night. Uh, my, my, another yeah, my mate, mate had a club another night. Another mate used to work in the Guardian, and I used to come here with him sometimes. Yeah. I've done it. Oh, I'm busting for him. Luckily, they got toilets. Fuck you, freezing out there. We're gonna go to a very old man's pub. Oh, it's well, a shit pub. Where are we shit going? Pub. Shit pub. I don't know. Where are we going? Anyway, it's not here. Cheers. <laughs> Bloody hell. What did you think of that? Oh, fucking horrible. You know what we should have done? We should have picked some music venue with uh, like a band on, like the Dublin Castle. We should have gone to Dublin that Castle. That had a band. Did what? it? That was just that was a band. It was a cover band. I asked you that question. Basically, the world's best cover band is worse than the world's worst, worst original band. Because yeah. the world's worst original band is least entertaining. Well, also, you've got to admire an originals band because they've had the effort to write all those songs even form a band. Yeah, but even if, even, if they make, even if they make no effort, then they're still better. Uh, see, you say you'd rather listen to um, original songs that are shit than covers, but actually that's not the truth, no, which is true. the reason it's I not you it, think so it's, it's true. true. No, you think it's true. Definitely. Yeah, but why, why is it? Why is there a market for covers? We're now using um, Jamie's... Jamie's... What? We're not even on a narrow boat. Do you know how much narrow costs? Yeah, it's Steve Grant. What if you're narrow boat sank? I used to work at Queen Mary University for many years, and when in the summer we used to go down to the canal, which was, which went through campus, You'd have all of these people just on narrowboats chilling out, having cups of tea. I'd yeah. be really stressed at work, and because I was going. They had no mortgages. They paid off their sixty grand. Yeah, narrowboat. yeah. Just, uh, just they got. Have, they have no money. But just guys who look like fucking they, swampy. But they don't and, need. Uh, they don't need any money. And they look like they're from the levelers. There's a guy just, just having a cup that of tea. sells uh, sweets in jars from his narrowboat, and I'm like. Is he a peanut? There's probably, there's they probably kids no and they want water. a bigger narrowboat. They realise they have no money, and you can't have kids on a narrowboat because they all drown. I know someone who had a houseboat, he rented it out, and some dude, ah, uh, some, some dude, dude sank it. Hang on a minute, we're doing a, we're doing a podcast, we can't have more guests, you're going to have to leave. Hello, Anthony, Anthony, uh, early late night re favourite is here, hello. Hello. And Zuzi, his girlfriend is here, hello. Hello. Yeah, looking terrified. I like the way that sometimes uh, a yeah, mic, the sight of a mic freaks it's people not out. It's a mic, it's a terrible, it's like a metallic silver insects. It's quite scary. How are you doing, Zizi? Uh, I'm fine. Where have you been? We've been in North African restaurant. Fuck all that, fuck all that South African cuisine. They, they have a lot of food. And I had a lot of food. I have been annoying people all night. But this is it. I'm the podcast guy now, I'm afraid. Podcasts? Yeah. Really? That's the thing you do? Remember? You drive, you drive about 15 miles to be on a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I drove 30. So where are we going, Will? Because you've, uh, we're going you've, to a patch. You've, you've led us away. Where are uh, we going? We're, go, we're going to an old man pub. It looks like an old man pub. I don't want to go to an old man pub. I'm yes, not an old man. Do. Oh, come on. I oh, want to go somewhere on. where there's music and girls no, and no, fun no, and yeah. What you want to do is you want to sit down in a pub with carpet, sticky carpet on the floor and talk to your friends. I'm gonna, That's what you I'm, I'm going to admit something now. I never, never like old man pubs. We want to do. next to... Uh, the garage, uh, where the spoon next to the garage, place like that, oh, massive yes, fucking cool. aircraft hangar <laughs> with dire. no music. Yeah, we talked. We talked about that last podcast. That's when we were drinking the Kraken. Yeah, 
They're cracking. They're, they're cra cracking. Cracking. They're cracking. Fucking cracking. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. Oh, I never like going, going to an old man said, pub. Said, you always like. Said, you like Weatherspoon is the is the pinnacle of old man pubs. There's no, no but, music, yeah, but, no noise. But Weatherspoon's different. Weatherspoon's different because you get you get no because you get you get young people in the Weatherspoons. You get Jaeger bombs in Weatherspoons. So what? Tell me tell me why you like an old man pub over a normal pub. I think they are normal pubs. Have you seen the Reverend Peter Laws' podcast? I have actually. We've gone through he's it and I've watched some of it. Fucking good. He's, you know, he's, anyway, he's. he's Sorry, he's not going to listen to this, mate. Yeah, he, he might listen to it. He might listen to it. The point is, you do lots of podcasts until you get the, used to it. But the Reverend Peter Laws has USP, which is like he's a Baptist minister and he reviews horror films. But the thing the is, he's been doing this podcast for years and he still gets pretty low numbers on some of his things. But once his book comes out, he'll get, like, you know, loads more shit. Do you think? I think We're, so. It's very close. I think so. I don't mind doing a podcast that no one listens to because the point is I'm doing it for joy. I'm not doing it for ratings. Mm. Currently, might I say. But the, the idea was to do a podcast and just do it and do it and do it and do it until I, until I learn the mistakes of a podcast, until I hone the skill a little bit. What can you do? You've got to start before you're ready. Do you, you know what I mean? think of the questions to ask on the fly to keep it interesting, like Ollie Mann, who's a seasoned pro. Yeah, Ollie Mann is a season pro because his entire his entire job is to present a radio show. So it's Who that's a fucking is Ollie Mann. Just some from the radio man. He's mate. the guy that does a podcast. Uh, he lives in Shenley, not Shenley, Radlett. He lives in Radlett because the first thing, if you Google Radlett, is the sex parties. It's like that's oh, what looks. It's more famous for the sex parties than anything else. Because if you Google Radlett, that's what's the number one result. And one of the local pubs said. You know, we don't really want sex party people coming in here, slug. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind sex parties. What's the problem with sex parties? Because it's consenting adults, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, it's 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 when you see the people actually doing the sex parties. Oh yeah, I'm not saying I necessarily want to partake. It's like, but if people want to fuck each other, then yeah, can't, let people, people that go to those go to those things are generally pretty fucking grim. Yeah. Well, you go to a sex party because you can't get it elsewhere. Can <laughs> well, I don't know. You have to use your tea wine. Uh, you can't be oh, you know, a single you? guy to... You usually have to take your wife. Yeah. We're, we're literally in the middle of nowhere now. Where are we, Will? Yeah, no, I used to... No, it's not, yeah, but I used, I used to drive... It's Canadonian Road. I used to drive through here all the time. Do you know, do you know how much work you're going to make me fucking editing this piece of shit? No, I think it's good. Keep it live. Keep it, keep it live. I think oh, it's really? good. It's roving. That pub, see that one there? Pillars. That is where I met all of Goldie Looking Chain before they went on stage. We? Got we some photos right. with them, chatted to them, yep. awkwardly offered yeah, one of them sorry. a pint, it's and they fine. went, you're all right, mate. Really? <laughs> yeah. It's what quite... they meant is no, not you're all right, because obviously you're not all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what, they, what they meant was, okay, please, right, please we're going, we're going, okay, we're going in the right direction now. No, we're going in the wrong direction. I love that Germanic sense of direction. Look at this, I'll just stare like a... Look, what are you doing? <laughs> Stop looking at properties. They don't even put prices on it here. Right, time, time is ticking. I just want a drink. If you're looking at it, you can't afford it. I what? <laughs> well, how do you buy it if you can't look at it? Oh, we'll, we'll take this to a backstreet pub. Alrighty. It's a pub. It's a pub. Okay. This is a proper pub. Well, it's a pub. It's a pub. Right, I'm going to have to wrap this shit up. Yeah, we're, we're, we're too noisy, we're in a pub. We're in basically a cupboard. <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Dave, say goodbye. Bye. 
Jamie, say goodbye. No, I already said goodbye like three times. Just say it. Uh, goodbye. Anthony, say hello and goodbye. Hello and goodbye. Good. Does that mean it's over? It means this fucking farce is over. I don't even think this can go out. It's a pile of shit. I blame my fucking podcast guests. Two pints, seven eighty. That's a pub. Yeah, but the lower the price is, the more women on here. It's like a look. There's a gear on the wall and a jukebox. It's a bit harsh. The, the last place that we got Ethiopian. They had a dish called Derek Tibbs. Derek Tibbs. Derek Tibbs. Derek Tibbs was some kind of. I think it was. It was like dark cooked lamb. I like that it's name. What is the name? That is a Jamaican dish. There were other tips, but Derek Tibbs was the best one. I was reading Mum's Bear the other day, and, and going going to centre parks is actually become Mum's Net slang for taking up the arse. Right. It was only because it was like that, there was one occurrence where this woman was finally being taken to centre parks, and as a kind of quid pro quo, her husband got to uh, stick it up her arse. So, and that kind of it's like the dunking dunking the penis after sex did they, thing. Did they actually physically went to centre parks so going to centre parks became that oh, right. I know I'm sure people lots of people do go to centre so parks this is why you're interested in going <laughs> my Facebook feed the other day there was like three different people going to centre parks yeah so now you know now, now, now I know, know why they go Oh, you, fa- oh, look, you, you found something that you only get in normal pubs. No, this is not a normal bag of crisps. No, it's one of those stupidly expensive ones. Buy some salty right. pub. It's a salty Everybody pub. at the same time say goodbye. One, two, three, bye. bye. Yeah. Tim decided not to partake in that because he thinks he's cooler than everyone else.